0: I put my trust in you, and I trust in I love I put my trust in you, I put my trust in you. I put my trust in you, and trusting, I trust
1: in our love I put my trust in you, I put my trust in you. Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller
0: And I'm now Spain And we are your
1: fuck buddies we're a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations.
0: Simply put, we are a sex and dating advice podcast where we answer questions either found roaming the wilds of the Internet or from our incredible community of listeners. I want to them right here, right now, in your ears every Monday. This is,
1: I think, officially the first time I've ever recorded this show outside of the closet. I don't think I've ever done it. Well, I think I've, uh,
0: technically at our live shows.
1: I guess that's true. That, yes, that's fair, but this is weird. I'm out in my living room because for whatever reason, my setup in my closet, I mean, I left my charger at the live show, so I can't use my laptop, and then I tried to set it up with the PC that I have in there that I use like auxiliary stuff for, and it just it just wasn't working, so now I'm out in my living room, and I feel there's so much space. So much
0: room for activities. I have my arms out
1: right now, and I'm not touching anything. Weird. So weird. Now, speaking of our live show,
0: thank you everyone who came. It was a fucking blast.
1: It's also a really cool venue because I can put my arms out there, too.
0: That's true. And not
1: not hit anything.
0: One hits me, though, but you don't
1: care about that. I don't. You deserve it.
0: Yeah. No, seriously, thank you, everyone who came. We had such a fucking great crowd, as we have the entire time. It's like when you look around and you're like, I must be a good person because all my friends fucking rock. It's like, we must be a pretty good podcast because everyone who came out was so awesome. I don't know what that's like. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh yeah no it was it was very very cool it was a lot of fun we had uh some pretty rad people show we had uh folks from the canadian podcast awards were there uh folks from the sonar network were there our lawfully wedded podwives were there and i don't think we've ever really talked about them on air
0: no uh, but we should and we're about we should,
1: to and we're gonna
0: if you don't already know 30 going on 13 you should We post about them once or twice. They're also Toronto locals. Uh, They've been our buds at Fan Expo and Comic-Con. They are incredible. Their podcast is incredible. They are so funny that they made me laugh to the point where people were giving me strange looks on the street the other day. And basically what they do is they're two stand-up comedians. They go through 2000s and 90s movies and TV shows. and basically just look at the insanity that that all was. And if you've ever seen an episode of Seventh Heaven, you get it. Uh, You should definitely check them out. They are wonderful. And they've been great friends, and they came out to support us, and they gave us a lovely shout-out. And we should have done this earlier, but we didn't.
1: And as I mentioned before, we are legally married by the lawful powers of the pod gods. That's true. And we will die and kill for them.
0: Yes. Ready for some sex news? Sure. Arizona woman, 31, stalked a man after one date, sending him 65,000 texts saying she wanted to bathe in his blood, and admitted to thinking Hitler was a genius.
1: Oh, that last bit, I was going to say, that's just what I text 30 going on 13 every night, but <laughs> not the not the Hitler part.
0: The The woman was found having broken into his house and taking a bath in his bath while he was out. And they also then found a butcher knife in her car. Yeah, but who doesn't keep a butcher knife in their car? She arrests, she was arrested again. I, I think the reason why they finally were like, this might be a problem. She showed up at his work pretending to be his wife. The funny thing is is like
1: if this was a man, they would have waited until he brought a gun and killed multiple peoples because that's that's how it works. generally for men is where it's like people constantly be like, "Hey, this person is dangerous. This person is dangerous. Hey, I'm worried about this person." and it goes ignored until that person does something. But I'm glad. That in this scenario, she was stopped and or, you know, arrested before anything bad happened. Yeah.
0: Maybe don't do this, people.
1: I mean, I imagine anyone listening to this show. It could be their first time. Yeah. I
0: mean, yes. I, I really we'll hope. <laughs> the, there's You know, we don't like to talk in hard numbers, you know, like, oh, after four dates, X. But we do also like to say 500 is too many a day, especially if we are not getting replies.
1: Yeah, I, I would say. You know, quite definitively that sending five hundred texts that, that go unanswered is
0: is a bad number. I would say even five that go unanswered is a bad number. Yeah. Depending on, you know
1: But I feel five there's stitch. gray areas. There's
0: you know Well five. it's like, you know, if if you're seeing someone long enough that like you know they passed out and you're just like texting an update of your night and it's like cute and fun, sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, yeah.
1: if if you've been together if you in that same scenario, if you sent five hundred, it would still be bad. Ooh, I don't think there's any scenario where
0: No, five hundred is insane. Unless I put a joke. Because I'm g I'm I'm good for a joke. If you want to run with your joke and said five hundred before they wake up, I'm here for it. Don't do that. Now, have you heard what's been happening over in incel land?
1: I can only imagine and I, I'm sure whatever is happening over there isn't as bad as what I'm gonna come up
0: with. Incel civil war. Uh oh, trouble in paradise. <laughs> trouble in incel paradise. So the incels.is web forum, which apparently is a thing with over 20,000 registered users, one of their moderators finally had sex. And when they posted about it, the reaction was not pretty. How it's dare just disgusting you betray your community when some chick finally settles for you. This is the equivalent of LeBron retire. Oh yeah, he's also self-dubbed the LeBron James of the incel community. Now, is that because people do want to fuck him or is he because he's so good at being an incel? Apparently, he's so good at being the incel. He's sorry. He's the, not this, the he's not self-described as the LeBron James of the incel community. He's the LeBron James of not having sex. Oh, yeah. Um, but he met well, someone who somehow does know about his incel past and has gotten past it. But now he is also no longer an incel. And a lot of people are very upset. I the the what I really love about
1: this is the word incel is a mm-hmm. portmanteau of involuntary celibate, which means that you don't want to be this way. Uh-huh. It is forced upon you. So it would stand to reason that everyone in that community should all be striving to have sex, mm-hmm. so that they are no longer involuntarily celibate. Because if they were the the vol cells, then I would understand the outrage. They are voluntarily celibate. This is their choice, but it's not their choice. This is the problem, quote unquote.
0: Yeah, no, that's and that's the thing. It's like ergo is the hypocrisy of this whole fucking community. It's like it's not even that they're trying to have sex and can't. It's all about like relishing in bitterness and like hate. Yeah. You know, because you imagine if somebody did get laid, you'd be like, hell yeah. Nice. You did it. there's there's hope for the rest of us now do you want to know some of the comments and some of the usernames of these comments or i don't but i do well a lot of people are calling us a a fake cell oh damn cuts deep cuts deep which i like i love it's like oh if you ever have sex in the future retroactively a fake cell what what does it mean a twitter user called old man boy pussy (laughs) Said one taste of pussy pie, and a man will turn his back on his friends just like that. That's just awful. All of it.
1: And also, we could say he didn't. He came to his friends to tell them about the yeah. situation, and they were not happy. It sounds like the second you get a taste of pussy pie, his friends turn their backs on him.
0: Exactly. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, apparently, it's a whole it's a whole thing. Some people have been nice. Some people. Have been I was gonna say.
1: Has anyone like have there is there a like line drawn in the sand where people are championing him and being like, look, it is possible. We can get out of here. It doesn't have to be involuntary anymore. Or is it just mostly people being
0: sad? A lot of people are like, my son, I'm in tears. So there's there's been some support and I appreciate that in yeah, as much as we can appreciate and support.
1: Uh, the incel community. I will say while we're on this topic, uh, I popped on over into seduction, the subreddit seduction, which is like the pickup artist subreddit that we have pulled many uh, quagmire of a question. Um, and I was the the question or like the title of the post was something along the lines of like, when did you realize that it's super easy to talk to women? <laughs> and I was interested because I was like, I I want to know where this goes, because I hold that stance. You know, I do think it is quite easy to talk to women.
0: Yes. Specifically, because I just treat them like people. Mhm. Well, did you see probably the related post of stop telling people just to talk to women like everybody else. You're not fooling anybody. And so, it's the whole thing about how that's fake advice. I promise you it is a result of this because probably.
1: so many people in the comments and this This actually really pleased me. I was very, very happy to see where a lot of people were like, yes, it's not difficult. It's people skills. It has nothing to do with, you know, what cool trick you have, because any of those tricks and like pickup artist games and like all that shit and like all these techniques you learn on YouTube and pickup for artist forums don't work because they're not genuine. No one's going to connect with with a fake, like obviously fake shitty thing. Yeah. So. All you have to do is treat them like a person and have a a human interaction and a genuine interaction with them. And you'll most likely be fine. And I was shocked to see that that was the overwhelming push of people being like, no, pickup artists is bullshit. Uh, Those YouTube, you know, talk how to talk to women guys are bullshit. And it was like a pretty hard push against what we used
0: to critique them for. I will say seduction has been having a very weird time of things lately, and I like to think it's, it's a sign that the times are changing because they like rebranded. And you'll notice I haven't brought that many seduction things in a while because they rebranded. They started like blocking a bunch of people. They started not allowing various posts. Because they were like, people are getting too like woke and too like reasonable and rational. Not their words. The woke thing definitely was, and they were like, we're being invaded. Like we need to do X, Y, and Z, and like they really tried to dial back and double down, and like it just hasn't happened. And recently, I've been seeing a few more, and it's like the dying gasps of some people trying to say shitty stuff and generally being shut down. So I love it.
1: And hey, I, if you recall correctly, I, I made a cold shot saying that this is. This is what we look, we're we looking at in the future. Men are going to start having their own little sexual revolution and realizing that like, the way forward to be a successful romantic partner and sexual partner is to not drop, be garbage. Yeah, drop the sort of like fake machismo bravado garbage that we have been told since the dawn of time that we needed to do in order to attract a, a, a partner uh, and just be like, a regular person and treat other people like regular people. I think we're going to see a lot more men join this train and it's good. It's great news.
0: All right. Ready for a question? Yeah. Uh, This is a deleted user and it's a simple question. Guys who slept over at a girl's house for the first time. Did you make her bed for her in the morning? No, No. I don't think so. Unless there was like an actual
1: gag I was doing or a joke that I was making or, but uh, there was one day, however, that uh, someone let me sleep in a lot later. This was like in the height of my insomnia phase, and uh, we ended up having a bunch of sex in the night. And then at one point in time, I guess I just like Wait, passed had- the fuck out. You've had sex? Oh fuck! Um,
0: mean, I mean, what? I didn't. It just taste you just one taste of the pussy pie? Huh? <laughs> <sighs> oh, I can't even say it.
1: Ugh. But yeah, we. I, I ended up just passing out and they knew how hard it was for me to fall asleep and they knew how much trouble I had with sleep. So they just let me like pass out. Prior to that, I had always gone home because I was never comfortable staying at someone else's house. So I ended up KOing and I think they did too. Like, I, you know, they stayed, they slept as well, but I woke up at like 1 or 2 p.m. Like it was an embarrassingly like deep sleep. And I woke up and I remember them being like, Hey, I made you breakfast or lunch or brunch or whatever. And it was just, it was so nice that as they were setting the table, I was like, you know what? I've already fucked this person's day up so much. (laughs) Like thrown their schedule off that. I did make the bed because I was like, at least that's one thing they don't have to, to do in order to get their day moving. If that is something that they did. So that's the only time I can think that I ever
0: like made a conscious decision to make their bed. Mm hmm. So I feel like, look, obviously it's a nice gesture, right? But I think unless conditions happen, such as they're downstairs making food or, you know, they have to go to work and they let you stay over, which I don't think should ever be a first time you stay at their place thing. No, uh, I think those are the times where you have a natural way to do it. And by all means, sure, and I probably have. But the majority of times like you're getting up together or she's right there. And it's like, if you are weird and be like, hold on, stay over there. I'm just going to make your bed. They're going to be like, what? It's just going to be weird, I think. So I worry that people see this because a lot of people in the comments are like, oh, you got to you got to do it. That's how you really get in there. Other people are like, oh, I never thought about it. I got to do this next time. And it's like, I think if you really try, sometimes it's going to come off as weird.
1: I think if you're doing it as a performative, like move, mm-hmm I agree. I think it's going to be weird. If you're the kind of person like I find a lot of power in making my bed in the morning. It is a very simple thing that you can cross off your to-do list to give you a sense of satisfaction and sort of accomplishment right off the bat. I love making my bed. I'm not a neat person. I'm not a huge to-do list person. I'm not like one of those kinds of people, but there is something about making my bed in the morning that really does feel good. And I don't always do it, but nine times out of 10, I do. So I don't like... I don't know if I've ever made my bed. It's it, it's something I've recently done. Like when I was younger, I never did. I, I did not care. But something about like, I don't know, probably like two or three years ago. And especially now that like I live alone. It's it's just
0: something it's something nice that I can be like, ah, I did it. I've done. That. No, actually, sorry. I have made my bed. Definitely not in the morning. But like when you're single and you're going out and there's possibilities, you want mm-hmm. have a nice looking bed. Yeah, I'm an optimist. So that would that would happen. Yeah. That's fair. But yeah, I I think, look, if they're downstairs making you breakfast, at least make it neat. Sure. But I don't think over, like, I don't think worrying about making it your move. Because again, if you're all getting up to go to work and you just start making the bed, and she's like, look, I got to go. Come on, man. Because a lot of the time when you wake up together, like not even in a bad way, sometimes you just want that person gone. You could think the world of them. You could be so excited for the next date. You could have had the best night, but it's like, you're tired. They're in your space. You don't really know what to do. Maybe you're a little, maybe you got morning breath. And you just want them to be gone. If they're then like, hold on, got to make your bed. I'd fucking hate that.
1: Yeah, I don't think I care one way or the other. If it was again, if, it, if they were
0: doing Says Mr. It, like, call them Ubers and kick them out.
1: Hey, that was where those are dark times.
0: <sighs> mm-hmm.
1: uh, and that was, hey, we never got to bed making at that point in time. They were not staying over.
0: Yeah, but like. You I'm sure you understand the like just the desire to have somebody gone again, not even in a bad way, but like if they're then overstaying their welcome just to arbitrarily make a bed for you because they read a comment on this that said you have to. That's what I'm saying. If it's if it's for a like performative yes. thing, I think
1: it's weird. If if someone just does it like making a bed takes fucking 30 seconds. You know what I mean? So I don't feel like if someone if someone's done it, I don't think you're going to be like, I'll never recover from this so, yes, I, I think if if you're doing it for a weird reason, it's weird if you've just done it because like it is an idiosyncrasy or a habit that you have. I don't think it matters. I do I think it's very clear why you're doing it. And I think why you're doing it makes it weird or not. Yeah. And I feel like this way about like everything. If there's ever like if they're like, oh, you have to do their dishes. You know what I mean? Like if, if you like, oh, if you go over to their place, do a Do a random chore. Really yeah. show your like that would be fucking weird, but now, if I made is, dinner for someone, if and they, they cook were like for you,
0: yeah, you gotta offer to do dishes. I think that's gotta. the least you can do.
1: So, I think there's like it's it's like time and place as circumstances and and intention. So, it, with like everything that you do at someone else's house,
0: yeah, so yeah, I would say don't worry about it. But if the stars align, I think it's quite a nice thing to do, yeah. All right, hit me. I'm trying to think if anyone's ever made my bed, I don't think so. Uh, I had someone clean my stove once. That was. And hey, it was weird. <laughs> it was yeah. very weird. I went to the bathroom and when I came back, they weren't in the bedroom. I went to the kitchen and they were cleaning my stove. It wasn't even very dirty. They were just like, oh, it's, I thought you'd like it. I was it's like, probably what? filthy. Now, they I probably saw you, it. I keep my stove spick and span. You know, they probably this. saw it and they were like, "Ugh, ugh." well, they also started fucking cooking food of mine
1: without yeah, asking. Exactly.
0: What well, I mean, do exactly? Like, it was weird.
1: They probably looked at it and was like, there's no way this man knows how to cook. Half of his meals are all over this. I can tell what he had. I'm, I'm an incredible cook. How dare 90, you? 90% of this stovetop is socks. guys. Short, short episode today. You say socks? Yeah. That's what you're Damn, always cooking. Every time it's I go true. over, you're <laughs> just boiling socks. Yeah, well, that's how you save money, right? <laughs> Sock stock. Socks stock. This is Pantapon, and they ask. Every time I have sex with my boyfriend, I get a yeast infection. I begin begging him for months to see a doctor to get checked if he's passing the infection to me, but he hasn't yet. Then he complains that I don't have enough sex with him. He's allergic to latex, so we don't use condom, and he finishes inside me. I've always told him to wash up first. He's diabetic, so I don't know if that plays a role in his body chemistry. Every time we have sex and he finishes in me, I start getting itchy within a couple hours, and then within a day or so, it's a full-blown infection with discharge. I treat it until I finally clears up. Rinse and repeat. Anytime I have sex with him, he's like, "I've never had any issues with any other sexual partners." Edit. He's not a cheater. He's very opinionated about infidelity. We are both in our early thirties, living together. He does care about me deeply. Perhaps he's in denial that it could be even him, though his diabetes isn't well taken care of. And maybe I'm wrong,
0: but like, what the fuck does diabetes have to do with this?
1: I don't know. I think okay. they're, I think they're just pulling it at straws and being like, maybe his diabetes fucks up his pH balance, which yeah. I, hey, again, maybe, not doctors, maybe so we don't know.
0: Oh, I hate all of this. So look, let's start with the basic shit. Let's start back at the at the very end, because we already begun with the diabetes thing. Oh, he cares about me yet. He won't do the bare minimum to ensure my comfort, such as, you know, going to a doctor when you've asked him or washing up or perhaps wearing fucking latex free fucking condoms. Yeah, I,
1: I'm, I am allergic. Well, I have a sensitivity
0: to latex. And that's it. We've talked about before. We know these (laughs) exist. This guy either doesn't give a fuck or just never took a second to look. It sounds like a big bullshit excuse. But the thing is, if I was causing my partner harm in any way or discomfort or displeasure or anything, I would be scouring the Internet for any cure. I would be washing. I would be doing everything I could in my power. And the fact that this person is like, nah, that fucking sucks.
1: Yes, exactly. If, and it's not even like, you know, if, if there was a correlation, if every time we had sex, I gave my partner an infection, I would feel like that would be something that we need to solve before we continue to have sex in the same way. For sure. Insanity is, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. If I've had sex with you three times, and this is just an arbitrary number I'm using, and every time I've gotten a, a yeast infection from you, guess what? We're not going to do it the same way. Number mm-hmm. four. For sure. We're going to find you a latex-free condom, or we're going to, I don't know, go to a doctor. We're going to get you checked. Yeah. I'm going to get checked. We're going to yeah. do things. For sure. Now, it did a quick little uh, search, and apparently diabetes and yeast infections do have a
0: correlation. Ah, the more Yeast you infections
1: know. are a particular problem with diabetes because sugar helps candida grow. High levels of sugar in your blood also mean high levels in your sweat, saliva, and urine. That encourages hmm. yeast to grow in places like your mouth and genitals, and you can end up with thrush.
0: Wow. It's funny how we've already done more work than this man has. And let me tell you, the I searched diabetes yeast infection. Yeah. That was, <laughs> it
1: did not take me much to, and that was the first thing that came up in big, bold text. It yeah. did not take much effort.
0: Well, like just, at one point, uh, myself and a partner, uh, they were getting regular UTIs from us. It seemed from us fucking. And you better believe I was making sure like, you know, everything was clean. Everything was, you know, I'd be like washing my hands like right before we do anything. I'd be, you know, going to town. It turned out it was a different thing, but I don't understand any kind of partner that doesn't care.
1: Yes. The the amount of due diligence you have to do to be a good sexual partner is Mm
0: -hmm. it's pretty
1: low, but it exists.
0: It's like it's so essential, but it's so low effort, right? Like this. He could literally go see a doctor. That's nothing. He could look up what you did. So easy. He could wash up. He could literally wear latex-free condoms. These are all so, so easy.
1: That seems to be the solution here. If I'm going to assume that this man is uncircumcised, Mm. um, it would probably be my guess just because of the way that if you're circumcised, there's really not a whole lot of... I mean, I guess sweat is still... Yeah, I'll sweat, yeah. so sweat. never mind it i was i was gonna say that like i was fixating on the urine part of things and and you know foreskin maintenance is essential mm-hmm. um but no I, I i guess circumcision uh status does not matter in this sense
0: because- yeah, it might be a contributing factor in a certain way but like whatever you know either way the point remains that he's not doing shit and he needs to and you're right like literally a latex free condom could probably solve all of this
1: Yes, because if the issue is the the sugar from your – and especially if they're saying that he doesn't manage it well. Like if he's not taking his insulin properly or Mm -hmm. managing his diet and all the other things you do when you have diabetes, if that's not being managed correctly, then we could safely assume that there probably is a higher sugar content in his bodily secretions. Mm -hmm. And I assume – I'm going to guess that semen is included in that. It wasn't included in the list, but if it's coming out your body, I imagine – it's, it's got the same sort of, you know, chemical composition For as sure. the other fluids. Yeah. So, one, I would be like, hey, you're not going to finish inside me anymore. Yeah. Um, and two, you're going to wear a latex-free condom. Yeah. And that's, and that's how we're going to solve this problem. And if he doesn't want to, like, you can even just be like, I want to do some trial and error, and mm-hmm. I want to do elimination. So, if we do these two things, and I don't get it anymore, then... We know what the problem is, and yeah, we have the sure. solution.
0: And if your partner's not willing to do this, they fucking
1: suck, and you don't need to be with them. Exactly. If he says no, then it's like, okay, well, now you're prioritizing your sexual pleasure over pretty much everything for me. My yeah. my my health, my sexual pleasure, my peace of mind, mm-hmm. probably finances. I'm sure it's not cheap to get the medication. Oh, for, for sure. i
0: going to have a knock on effect to everything you do. And on top of that, he's bitching about not having enough sex. Like it's hell. All of this is hell and it needs to be solved one way or another. And those ways are either working together, which again, this man seems shit if he's not willing to do what you've already asked for so far, uh, or it's solved by jettisoning him out of your life, which I highly recommend. Yeah, if he can't do the bare fucking minimum, get him the fuck out of there. Uh, This is Apple Bottom J or Apple Bottom JNZ. My 22-year-old female boyfriend, 22-year-old male, has a problem with me knowing what shows he watches. So my boyfriend and I have been dating for three years, and recently he's been having a problem with me knowing what shows he watches. He hides a lot of the things he watches behind my back. I and mean, I used to watch movies and show together all the time through Discord or Netflix party. P.S. We don't live together. But recently we haven't. And we only watch like superhero animated shows at night to sleep. We sometimes watch a movie here and there. However, he told me he started watching Jack Ryan and was almost done the show when he told me. And it took me by surprise. So I was curious and wanted to watch it too because I heard good things about it from him and others. I told him I started the show and he got very defensive and mad I started watching it and said it's his show and I can't be watching it. And if I love him, I should respect that. I found this ridiculous, and he didn't give me a good enough reason as to why I shouldn't watch the show. He also has a tab on his phone called Entertainment, where all the shows he wants to watch on his own are on it. And he got very mad when I said I want to see it. He said, no, I don't want you watching them. I want to watch them on my own. Can someone please tell me why the hell he's doing this? Also, sorry for the grammar. I'm too annoyed to care.
1: It is very obvious to me that you are a shitty person to watch TV and movies with. And I will say, here's, here's the reason why I think this. Because it sucks when you start watching a show with your partner and then you want to watch it. But for whatever reason, it's hard to light up a schedule. So now you're like halfway through a season and you're like, I just want to know what Jim from The Office is going to do in Spy World. And you aren't letting me. See, I, don't believe, I,
0: don't, I don't believe that's the case. I do. hundred no, percent she doesn't say she wants to watch it with him. Yes, but
1: here's the thing. She's going to catch up. Well, we'll watch the final season together. And then you're waiting. F-
0: who knows if Spy Jim meets his Spy Pam? <laughs> no i don't believe this at all because there's no there's no point where this was mentioned at well, but all why would you
1: why would she mention it? it's her question
0: why would No, she but say hey, he never I said stopped. he never said hey we can't i don't want to watch it with you it's you can't even know what i'm watching unless she's the opposite where she'll be like oh you have this thing and then she's like oh i can't wait to get to season four where spy jim shoots spy pam right right in the butt. Yeah. and then he's like why why would you fucking tell me that i was watching a movie with someone a few months ago And while we were watching the movie, someone in the room looked up the end of the movie and said, oh, this happens at the end to the room. And we were like, why the fuck would you say that? And they were like, well, I'm stressed out. I don't I don't want to have the anxiety. And I was like, well, we obviously want to enjoy the movie. Why did you fucking say that out loud to people? Do your own hell spoilage if you want. Ruin the experience for yourself. But don't put that on us. And everyone was very annoyed. And I don't know why the fuck anyone would do that. So unless this is what she does. And if it is, stop, because I, I want you to be dumped right now, even just thinking about it.
1: Yeah, in reality, I'm, I'm only half joking because I think we I think anyone in a relationship knows that there is a level of frustration that can happen when you start watching shows together, especially yeah. if it's every show. And every now and then it's nice to find a show that you're watching that you can watch when they're
0: asleep or they're not around. And you mm-hmm. can just kind of like it's your show. I will say right now, the new season of Barry has come out and my partner hasn't caught up and like doesn't seem all that excited or not not, not excited to. I don't know. They don't seem bothered. It's great. So I've been watching it by myself and it's like, mm, nice. When I'm alone, I got a Nile show because all yeah. the other good shows are tied up, which is great. But when I'm also, alone, I don't have a Nile show. Break. Yeah. And then I got to try watch something new and half the time it fucking sucks or it's good. And then I fuck myself over by being like, hey, I'm watching this really good show. Let's watch it together. And I'm like, damn it. Could have been a Nile show.
1: And see, this man has learned and he's made a
0: tab on his phone that just is like Stephanie not allowed. We can't watch this together. This is possible. I will say that either that he wants to have something for himself or and if you guys don't live together and seem to do stuff online. I imagine your schedules don't line up that easily, so maybe it is that like he literally wants shows to watch when you're not on Discord. Mm-hmm. But if it isn't, guess what? And it's a radical new technique I'm thinking of. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Maybe talk to him. Yeah, and maybe ask be like,
1: why. Hey, you seem really defensive about these shows, and I just want to check in and make sure that everything's okay. Yeah, why? Like, if you want to watch these shows, that's fine. We don't have to watch everything
0: together. I just want to know why you're acting this way. Yes. And like, think about your own TV watching behaviors and maybe be like, hey, we don't have to watch them together. I understand it's hard for us to get together, but maybe then when we do get to chat, we can talk about where we're at. And two, if you are a big spoil asshole, be like, I won't spoil it for you. And put mm. in mine. put in like, you know, things being like, Hey, have you gotten this far? And don't be that person that's like, no, it's not a spoiler, but and then drop a spoiler because Once a spoiler, always a spoiler. Just stop doing it. So yeah, talk to him. And like if he's just like, No, it's my show, you can't watch it. It's my show. Maybe he's really into spy jam.
1: I'm not gonna lie, I've I've been meaning to get to Spy Jam. Yeah. Spy Office. There's eh. also a new show coming out. With the guy who played uh, John Robb Stark? Rob Stark, Rob Stark.
0: Yeah. And I was like, that looks good.
1: It could look. It looks like it might slap. So I'm I kind of know. excited to give that a I, go.
0: That looks like it might slap the night agent sucked balls. So don't watch that. <laughs> yeah. I could tell you right off the bat. The second it, Everyone was gushing about it. I saw a thing basically about how it was written, being really positive for like the writing community. And I was like, oh, nice. And other people Is, saying it was good, but it was not it
1: actually called the night agent.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And now, okay, hold on. Are, is he a is he a spy?
0: Like, is he a, like a secret agent? No, he's an agent who mans a mysterious phone overnight in the White House. Okay, which is why he's Never the mind. night agent. Yeah, that's, so that's
1: a cooler name than I thought. I thought he was. Uh, once again, we were sticking the spy theme, and they were just like, "No, it's too dark out. Day mm-hmm. agent can't do it. We have to call the night agent. It's secret." secret man of the shadows agent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like man that sucks.
0: All right. You got, you got you got no question for me? Yeah,
1: I got a question for you.
0: I asked for a question. Yeah, I don't care what you want. Here's a fun.
1: This is more of like a discussion question.
0: Uh, who do I have and to good ask?
1: Good ask. 1225. No, who do I have says, to
0: discuss this with? Me. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: I, <laughs> oh. I This is a lot of a lot of pop culture references today, but uh, you know the scene? Have you seen Wet Hot American Summer, the first yeah. one? Yeah, You know the scene where uh, Jeanine Garofalo makes Paul Rudd clean up his mess. No, in the uh, I do it all the time at work, and I think it's the funniest thing. And I don't think anyone knows what I'm doing. Probably <laughs> so, not. But it's it's like him just going oh <laughs> uh, and just like walking over and like angrily picking up the stuff that he's <laughs> dropped or thrown.
0: I will say, speaking of Paul Rudd, I did watch Ant Man yesterday,
1: Quantum Mania. Yeah. This is our new podcast where we just talk about the shows that we've watched yeah. and or want to
0: watch. <laughs> we call it net dicks because we have penises and we talk about Netflix.
1: Hell yeah. It's pretty good. It was all right. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't know why everyone was upset about it. No. Men who don't moan during orgasm. Curious why. I find it super hot when men are expressive when they come. Moaning, squirming, gripping, anything. But I've slept with some men who are so unexpressive you literally have no idea they just came. Like we're having sex and then suddenly we stop and I have to ask them if they're finished. And when they say yes, I just feel so perplexed. Is this conditioning where you feel like it's not manly to moan or squirm or make noise? Is it just something you feel inclined not to do? I'm curious for men who are phantom finishers. What's going on when you Ooh. come? Not judging, just genuinely super
0: curious. Um, so back to Netflix, have you seen the new spy show The Phantom Finisher. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a way better name for a fucking show. <laughs> Damn. Uh, we're copywriting that, guys? Just a heads up. Uh, I think they're skirting around the issue of what's happening here in that I think it's a combination of things. One, personal preference. Two, a learned behavior of, like, like, in porn. And I think this is a problem for women. Like, I've talked about a person I hooked up with once who was, like, screaming and roaring in the least believable way. And I'm sure that was influenced by porn. But, like, men don't do over the top, exaggerated, like moaning and whatever. They just kind of come often, quite silently. Um, yeah,
1: because it, the general audience for men or porn is men. Yeah, and like the the male aspect of porn is often sort of relinquished or or, or uh, reduced down to yeah. sort of like only penis. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, they want as little of the man in there. They wouldn't even have a dick in there if they didn't have to be like, oh, well, she's getting penetrated. And I think like that. That's part of it. I think it being a learned behavior of you being like insecure or seeing that and like forcing it down and then just getting used to that. But I also think sometimes, sometimes you're too busy or out of breath to moan because you're pounding away. How about that? There are
1: also other things to think of. And I I think this is, it's an extrapolation of what you were talking about, where I feel like the majority of the time men come is through masturbation, right? Mm. And we're not going to be sitting there like- oh yeah <laughs> like by ourselves
0: that's very so true
1: there's a uh, a correlation to
0: but what also we're used to coming I imagine that's, the, that's the exact same for women though yeah like i doubt anyone's just like ah you know it's like your parents are gonna be like what are you doing well, please stop up there
1: so i i, I think there is a, a combination of like a like a perfect storm of reasons why a lot of men and i think socialization is definitely a big part yeah. of it, as now talked about it is very much a thing of being like we don't make noise we grunt and that's kind of it maybe maybe you get a couple grunts out of it i have uh over the course of my life have recently sort of like broke those barriers down and really enjoy coming and and being vocal about Are you that. like coming i know it's one it's taste of the pussy out. pie <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's, and, and I've, I've only gotten positive responses from it. And again, I'm not going crazy. I'm not screaming. I'm not doing anything, but I'm allowing myself to, uh, be like, have a, a real genuine reaction and, and whatever happens happens. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, like I said, like nine times out of 10, actually, no, I don't think I've ever had anyone
0: have any negative thing to say about it. I've definitely had a lot of people be very. Positive about my vocalizations Which again aren't crazy They aren't uh very uh, They're not a lot but they're there so the I like the scat think when he comes And I don't mile, maybe, oh, yeah. yeah it's always the same too I never sh- Never change the scatting uh, You know what we shouldn't talk about scat Scatting in bed cause
1: There is of <laughs> course other Connotations to that No I was pretty clear what I said when Niall scats When he yeah. when he comes I'm Pretty sure everyone knows what I'm
0: talking about. It's true. Um, But yeah, I I feel bad for the people because like, I don't know, it can take you out of it if you really have to focus on making a sound. So like, I feel bad for people who are socialized or just don't want to to a point where they're not making a sound and then they might disappoint their partners like this, you know?
1: Yeah, with any sort of... uh like guttural sort of uh, primal response to things. I think the second you force it, yeah, it sucks.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and I also think across like, the board, if they're the one doing the thrusting or whatever, like flip the script around and you be the one that makes them come. Because I think sometimes when you're like in the more passive position, you have the freedom of like focus and energy and breath to actually be more vocal whereas like if you're on top and you're fucking pounding away it's like you're, you're engaged you're busy it's like you can't really be also like ah oh, yum that's okay ah <laughs> uh, yum oh i believe i said oh i think you said uh yum i did say yum yes <laughs> okay uh but like you know maybe shake it up that way i'm confused as to what you're asking who's what are you shaking up so Is- Like, have you never, like, let's say you are pounding away, it's, you know, missionary or doggy or whatever. Uh If you're putting in a lot of effort and like, you're doing all these things, it's like your pleasure is, it's not like taking the backseat, but there are so many other things going on. Whereas like, let's say they're on top and they're doing the majority of the work and it's about your, like, they're making you come. Right. I feel like sometimes it can be a lot more like your pleasure is, is kind of front and center and then. It's you're not distracted by these other things. You're not clenching all your muscles while you fuck real hard. You can just kind of be in the moment and be a little bit more expressive sometimes. I don't know. I think it's the other way around for me. I think I'm more
1: vocal when I'm putting in the most effort.
0: I think I'm vocal in different ways on both sides.
1: Just I think, think I'm trying to like replay some of my greatest hits in my head. You ever do that? No. Do you have like a really cool VHS player that's just all your cool sex hits?
0: No. I, I sold my VHS out. mental player for a VHS popcorn machine. VHS? I meant mental popcorn machine. Oh, well.
1: VHS popcorn machine.
0: <laughs> uh, so try that. do And don't, don't be disappointed if your partner comes away that is not your ideal way. Because as Dane said earlier, it's like if you really try to force the issue, it could ruin it. But maybe just say like, hey, if you want to make noise, I'm open to it. Or if they make any kind of noise, tell them it's hot. That's it.
1: That's the answer. That's that's how you do. And hey, let me tell you right now, they don't even have to make noise because nine times out of ten, we're blackout and we don't know what's happening. We're just Mm -hmm. having sex and like we're not paying attention to anything other than what's immediately at hand. If afterwards you say, hey, those noises you were making were really fucking hot. I'm going to have no idea what you're talking about. Dana, you're really advocating for gaslighting right now. Maybe. Oh, but it's It's good (laughs) gaslighting. It's good lighting. You know, like I think just just like saying that you thought their noises were hot or as Nell said, if they do even just the faintest of moans or noises and be like the noises you made when you came were so fucking hot. I like that's all we need to hear. Yes. We, like we've talked about it before where the sense of like, oh, no, someone like I did one thing and someone one time said that they liked it. I'm going to do that thing for fucking ever now.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. someone
1: said they like this shirt. Like a woman said, oh, I look good in this shirt. Hey, guess what? This is my yeah. shirt now. I've stapled this
0: it is, to my body.
1: This is the shirt that I wear. So that's, yeah. that's all you need to do. If you if you want positive
0: reinforcement, Is all we need. 100%. And much like that man needed to do very little to be a good partner in the yeast question, you need to do very little to make a man's day in terms of positive reinforcement. Yeah. We're fucking starving out here. We just need any sort of attention. Yeah. We're like pirates with scurvy. Just give us a lime. Just give us a lime. We just need some citrus, some positive citrus. Even a slice. Not even the full one. No. All right. You got one more for me or is it it my turn? It
1: is my turn. It is your turn, but we should probably go into Tinder's.
0: That's fine. Let's do it.
1: At the end of the episode, we like to jump onto online dating platforms. This is Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge and peruse the platform to see what works, see what doesn't work and never to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. Are you ready for Kevin? I don't know, man. Anytime anytime there's a, a dude involved, I don't think I'm ready.
0: No, the man would never have bad profiles. Uh, Now, I'm going to need some info off you because I've been off the dating apps for for too long. He's got a a blue verification tick. I know what that means. He's verified somehow. What's like golden heart with like speed lines coming out the left side of it? I think that means they super liked you. Uh, Okay. Well, Kevin has super liked whoever they sent this to. They work in steel refabrication and they say can't hang out. Don't plan on meeting. Try and dictate anything to me, you'll be instantly blocked. We as men built the world you exist inside of. I'm calling the shots. My name is Kevin, six foot tall. <laughs> I'm very masculine. I don't tolerate anything except deep femininity from a woman. Comply or goodbye? This is 100% an alien who's been sent down to, like, figure
1: out Earth dating. Maybe.
0: Uh, you know no, what? No, no, because you no know men are the shit.
1: No, but there are other like things like, my name
0: is Kevin. Yeah, I, I do love that, because your name is in big letters up top, bud. Yeah, that is pretty much the one piece of information every profile has. I do love that, like, someone saying, I'm very masculine. I, I don't believe that for a second, if you say it like that. It's like when people are like,
1: I'm, or like, I'm unique. Yeah, nope. Okay, okay, I mean, you don't really get to make that call. That's not your call to make.
0: But, like, he doesn't tolerate anything. Except deep femininity from a woman. That must be a hard life, Kevin. You meet a man in the stairwell? Nope. Even if they expl- display deep femininity, they're not a woman. Damn. Not a woman. Sucks for you, Kev.
1: Still, I'm not convinced. This is this is 100% alien or AI trying to figure it out. Well, it is 100% zero. It is definitely a zero. Uh, I got one here. This is Catherine. My dog
0: died, so I would need a new bitch. PhD student. Oof. I almost like the funniness like it's 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 almost funny and good but it's not and I'm sad yeah. about your dog and I think as a PhD student you'd probably <laughs> have done a better job than this but I guess you could be PhD for maths who knows It's uh, and we all
1: know if you're good at math you're you suck shit at dating
0: uh-huh. well more of
1: writing but yeah it's a joke that happens it did make me chuckle but then like as Niall said nothing gets me less horny than the idea of a dead dog and more specifically a dead pet dog So, like i'm just bummed out now yeah it's gonna be a zero i'm gonna give it a two because like we've had some we've had some zeros yeah this i guess
0: net. but still it's not great uh yeah now this one i don't know if i can read it out i mean i
1: don't know either so
0: no it's so bad though I don't know. I always feel like an asshole even for reading them. Don't like blow-up dolls, and I don't have WhatsApp for you scammers. No fat bitches either. And if you feel brave enough to hit me up and you're fat, believe me when I say, I'm going to shame your fat ass. No R-word bitches either. Gross. The worst. Absolutely
1: terrible. Minus 20. Not only, like, the fat phobia is bad enough, but like, we're, it's 2023, y'all. Can we drop the R-word? Yeah. Like, it's, it's so disgusting. It's up there. And, like, there's a reason why Nell and I aren't saying it. You know what I mean? Like, it's up there with the the racist slurs. It's up there with homophobic slurs. I fucking hate it. And I've gotten to the point where, like, I do call people out on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually just kind of, like, gritted my teeth. And, like, maybe if I was close enough with the person, be like, hey, let's not use that. But now, even at work, if someone says that, I, I tell them it's, like, that's not acceptable
0: language to for my bar. Yeah, I feel like we're at a point where... If anyone does say it, it's always so weird and like it, it just kind of like the mood gets weird wherever it's been said because like people aren't down with that. Yeah, the end of a cop it to me just it was weird. I was just like, why?
1: That doesn't Not surprise about me at all. Me,
0: but about traffic, <laughs> minus twenty. Yeah, Good bad. Uh, you got one more. Yeah. Oh, okay. They don't have a name, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know who it is, but Astro, they're an astro psychologist, a massage and Reiki practitioner. At a place called Truth Incorporated, all capitals. uh, Their education was from the new school. Unvaccinated and pure blood. What? Really? Unmasked. Free speech. Or free, I think. There's a lot of emojis. Do you want me to read out the emojis? No, I can't. Just imagine a stream of emojis after every sentence. Unvaccinated and pure blood. Unmasked. Free. Pro-life. Pro-America. Pro-justice, pro-organics, pro-homeschool, pro-small government, pro-Jesus, pro-medical freedom, pro-home birth, pro-breast-is-best, pro-health, pro-independence, pro-law of attraction, pro-astrology-slash-spirituality, massage therapy. If you are a new mom or pregnant, I will come to you for massage. (laughs) Is this a man or a woman?
1: Uh, it's. I don't know. Okay. Now, are they saying they're going to massage the pregnant woman or new mom? Or I don't know what. Or the massage.
0: The, I don't know what in the world makes you think I would have the answers to that. I just, I was hoping someone did because I now, had hope. Now, it is interesting that in the additional stuff, uh, they'd say they have children and don't want more. So, good luck with that pro life shit
1: yeah i mean it's all bad the second you said they worked at truth inc i could have guessed what this profile was gonna be <laughs> yeah uh, uh
0: couldn't i couldn't swipe harder though you know
1: yes you're saying not swipe right not swiping right match it swipe up super like them yeah oh for sure.
0: sure we all need a little bit more truth in our lives don't we
1: yeah we really do this is a it's gonna be a zero for me yeah yeah it's a big bag of shit that's gonna do it for our show this week, friends. Thank you very much. Uh, just a reminder: the next couple weeks are gonna be the live shows that we've done at Black Sheep because Nile is going on a cool cruise. That's true. So enjoy them, or else, yeah, <laughs> a- enjoy that. I, feel and like I they're think they're gonna you, be longer episodes, which is gonna be fun.
0: Yeah, they'll be. They'll probably be closer to two hours ish, roughly. Maybe like an hour and a half. Yeah, like double probably what we usually put out. Yeah. So hopefully that's a thing that makes you happy and not a thing that's like ugh. More. more of these guys, ugh. ugh. Speaking ugh.
1: of more of these guys. If you want more of us, every month we release a bonus episode called Pillow Talk on our Patreon. Uh, it's, it's the same stuff that you love, but it's a little loosier. It's a little goosier. We have a lot of fun over there. Sometimes we play games. Sometimes we just talk about our favorite spy shows on Netflix. Um, <laughs> if you are interested in checking it out, head on over to fbuddiespodcast.com, Click the Patreon link or patreon.com slash fBuddiesPodcast and join up. Uh, at the middle tier, gets you access to Pillow Talk, and not just a Pillow Talk, but everyone that we've recorded, which is over 20 now, I think, or close to. There's a, lot, a lot of them there. A there's lot. a lot there. There's a lot of content. So if you're thinking like, oh, live shows, not really my vibe, or, you know, for whatever reason, and you want to fill in the gaps, while well, Nala's gone. Consider joining the Patreon. Yeah, we
0: literally do have 20. The 21st, we're about to record right after this. So it's always a little bit more unhinged. When we do it that way. Yeah. we our got a Second our, recording. Yeah. It always gets a little bit more spicy. Uh, but also, most importantly, you'd be supporting us and yourself. And that's a great. T- those are two of the best people to support. It's true. And, and the nice thing is, is like when you
1: support the show on Patreon, it gets it lets us do things like do live shows because we get to take a night off of
0: work. Yep. We get to uh, go and do the show. We also, you know, obviously we do hosting and we want to do more stuff and make experience better for you and for us. So it helps us helps us keep going. And Dane does so much fucking editing and time to do that. And yeah, so it's amazing. And everyone who does support us, we love you to the depths of our souls. You've been incredible. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. We love you too, in a different way, if that's okay. You ready for some bad sex writing, Dane? Yes. Uh, This was posted on Twitter. Girls who masturbate. The clitoris is not meant for self-pleasure. It's meant for creating a child, you morons.
1: <laughs> specifically what the clitoris is for. There is absolutely no scientific proof that shows that the clitoris is the only organ that is meant specifically only for and exclusively pleasure. It is only there for
0: baby making. As I'm not done. <laughs> oh. Do you know why you feel like garbage after you masturbate? It's because <laughs> your clitoris is sending bad chemicals to your brain. By touching yourself, (laughs) you are killing your body. That's the devil's doorbell, and if you keep pressing it, soon enough he will answer. He will come to the
1: door and be like, "Hey, yo, please." It's been like every few
0: nights for ten years.
1: It's three a.m. Let me sleep. All right, if you wake him up, I'm gonna be fucking pissed.
0: You moron. My doorbell is only for making babies, you moron. I know
1: I decided I was going to commit to uh, getting in touch with my cultural white guy roots last episode. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I, I need to expand it and start approaching life with the confidence and brazen ignorance of white men as well. Of just being like so wrong about things and do Incredible. it with so much confidence. Yeah. i love when people fucking self-burn themselves like this like i I, it makes me so happy to be like hey cool you fully are publicly you like you think you're getting us like you think you're you're really dropping some knowledge on us Mm -hmm. but all you're saying is i have no idea how to please a woman
0: yeah i'm a fucking idiot my name is Dave miller and i am now spain and we've been your fuck buddies go ring the devil's doorbell first ding dong